Welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. We are more than just your weekly horoscope. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. But we also talk about a few other things like life advice and all of that jazz. So, you know, you could actually learn from what's happening in the astrology and use it to your advantage to grow and who doesn't want that it's jade here and it's cara and mercury is officially in pisces cara how has mercury in pisces been for you i don't know why i just realized this right now it's opposite my moon so i've been having a lot of trouble writing and that's just very, very on brand. But how has it been for you? My dreams have never been more vivid. I literally have so many vivid dreams. If you listen to last week's episode, which was all about Mercury and Pisces, by the way, definitely go check it out. Like we talked a lot about how dreams might be super, you know, vivid, especially with like Neptune stuff coming up. It was really interesting, but I definitely notice the difference. But before we get into the full moon of Virgo stuff, we just wanted to remind you, per usual, that podcast ratings are the new thing now on Spotify. So if you see the little option to leave us some stars, whether you think we're five star or one star, I really hope you think five star, but I can't decide for you. Definitely go ahead and leave us a little rating. It really does help us out and to know if people are enjoying it or not. And then obviously share the podcast with your friends if you're enjoying it. It always helps to, you know, spread the word and I appreciate it. I know Kara appreciates it. And then your friends might even appreciate it too because now they're going to learn what's going on in the astrology this week and they might not have known. So... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without further ado, let's discuss the full moon in Virgo. So the full moon in Virgo happens on March 18th at 3.17 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And full moons, spiritually speaking, are a time of releasing and letting go of things we use the full moons to to make space so new things can come in and being that it's in the sign of virgo at 27 degrees virgo by the way if that's relevant to any one of you now you know with virgo specifically it gets this reputation of being a perfectionist and something i have noticed is with virgos they really want to get the job done right. They really care about the little details and making sure that they've really checked all the boxes, got it done right, submitted on time, if not on time early. And with that, sometimes comes a lot of stress to get it done right, to 
do it perfectly, to go above and beyond, to hit, like I said, all of those boxes. And since we're thinking about releasing, this full moon in Virgo can be a really good opportunity to let go of a perfectionist mindset if that's something you have been struggling with. Use this as an opportunity to like look at your life and be like, why am I being so hard on myself? What am I being so hard on myself about? Are there certain things in my life that I'm putting way too much focus and priority in that aren't necessarily important? What can I let go of? What doesn't need to be perfect so I can, you know, feel more free and content and, you know, less stressed emotionally. I know for me personally, I I have no Virgo placements, but I really like to have an organized room and a clean room. And I do the dishes every single morning, even though 99% of the time they're not even my dishes, but I hate dishes in the sink. And I'm using personally this full moon in Virgo to stop doing other people's dishes and just allow the dishes to be in the sink because I legitimately stress about it that much. You might have things for yourself that are like, I'm stressing about this so much. If it's not this way, it's the end of the world. Think about those things in your life that you are just so, I don't know, like specific about (laughs) And do you need to be or not? Yeah. As someone with the Virgo moon, I feel like I really resonate with getting caught up in the details. So there might be some aspects of your life that you're just like, you know, very like focused on and just like wanting to do things like, you know, all the way. It's where that like perfectionist energy like tries to like come in. Like I know that like if I'm going to do something like I want to do the whole thing, like if I'm going to uh, clean my room like I want to uh, clean everything like I want to go through my closets this is I've been thinking about doing that recently and I'm like well Kara why don't you just start with one you know clean that closet and then like another day you can do the other one so I'm just mentioning that because there's some times where we put like a lot of pressure on ourselves and we really like want to do the whole thing but it's not really realistic And, you know, there's no such thing as being perfect. So sometimes we have to kind of like make our goals a little bit smaller, a little bit more realistic, a little bit more practical so that we can actually like, you know, get things done in a way that, you know, makes sense and like is manageable in your own life. Because, you know, you could stress about, you know, that one spot or that one drawer, that one thing you didn't do, or you can do a little mindset shift I can't even believe I just said that but like that's kind of I don't have a better word to describe it where you can instead of focusing on like the little things you didn't do you can start focusing on I don't know the things that you did do I know a while ago I shared my like to done list where I'd write down the things that I accomplished and check it off because sometimes I just get so caught up in all the things I have to do that I would forget to appreciate all the things that I have already done so if you've been struggling with like perfectionism or just like you know spending so much time caring about the details and you just need a second to like relax and take a break from all of that this full moon in Virgo is the time to do it yeah I also wanna (laughs) ew I I hate what I'm about to say but I want to (laughs) piggyback off of something that you said which was 
practicality. Now, yes, sometimes we do need to be a bit more practical so we aren't being so hard on ourselves. But I do want to say Virgo is an earth sign. Earth signs are very practical in nature. I have a Taurus moon and a Capricorn rising, so I'm qualified to say this. But sometimes we can be too practical to a fault where there's no creativity, no spontaneity, and even I hate to say this, but sometimes no optimism. And if you're someone who is so overly practical that you find that you're lacking those things that I just mentioned, creativity, spontaneity, and optimism, this could be a really good time to, again, sit with yourself, check in with yourself. That's what full moons are for. They're little checkpoints for you to you know, look at your life and yourself and the way you're thinking and be like, am I being way too just in the details about things, too practical about things? that I'm forgetting to dream. Like we're in Pisces season. Jupiter is in Pisces. We've got Mercury in Pisces. Like we've got some beautiful dreamy energy here. And the nature of full moons is when the sun is opposite the moon. So we have this Piscean vibe here that's encouraging us to really get into our feelings and to dream big and to let our our mind wander and to manifest and to visualize. But then... There's that Virgo full moon practical voice that's going on in your head that's like, that's never going to happen because this and that. And in order for that to happen, this has to happen and that has to happen and the plan has to go accordingly and X, Y, and Z. If you are, okay, if you're one of those people, you might have to ask yourself, like, what would happen if I let go of the plan? What would happen if I let go of the practicality of it all? Will I be okay? Most likely. And I really want to target a specific audience that I have a grudge with. That is a really great example of this. But the people who create those itineraries for vacations. Like, yes, I understand that we want to accomplish every little thing that's happening when you travel. You know, you want to make sure you go to all the restaurants. You want to make sure that you go to all of the spots you want to go to. And there are people who really thrive off of that itinerary. But the thing with that, right, that's the Virgo side of things. But the thing with the Pisces is that it's like, You know, what if you explore this museum and you're so just engulfed in the beauty of it all that you stay there for hours and then you, you know, you meet someone who is so knowledgeable on the art and blah, blah, blah. And then you're just really into it and, you know, things are flowing There's a lot of magic in those moments that could be missed if you're like, oh, okay, well, we were only scheduled to be at the museum until two. Like, we got to wrap it up so we can make sure that we, you know, head to the other place. We want to find that balance. That's what the opposition here is about. Find that balance between the, the itinerary, the plan, but then those moments where we're just so caught up in how beautiful things are and the dream of it all and the, like, mysticism that we can get a little bit lost in that we want to have 
that solid balance between the two. So check in if you're one of those like itinerary type people, not necessarily with vacations, but with like everything in general. In the past year, I feel like I learned that you can plan as much as you want, but you still can't plan for everything. So like Jade was saying, you could have the itinerary for your trip, but like, you know, things can still come up. Things can still happen. And like, yes, to some degree, having that like schedule or even just like having the reservation made or, you know, you booked the museum or whatever, like that's important. Sometimes like you can't do those things if you don't do it in in advance. But other times, you know, you have to be okay with kind of just, you know, switching it up. Maybe a different opportunity comes up and then you want to like cancel that reservation or maybe you happen to just walk by the perfect restaurant that has like your favorite food and then you can just decide like, you know, I'm going to go there and I'm going to cancel the other reservation. But like, you know, there's like degrees to it, of course. But I just think that like, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Like traffic, you know, you could be driving somewhere during a time when there's not supposed to be traffic and then suddenly, I don't know, you're stuck in like an hour of traffic and it doesn't matter that you plan to leave at a certain time that you have your GPS ready, but there's just like traffic and you have to just, you know, put on some good music and enjoy it even though you're going to be late now or whatever it is. So that's something to keep in mind if you are someone who really does like to have that plan just remembering to be flexible or just add some little spontaneous things going on in your life and it's just funny like being a Taurus with the Virgo moon knowing that like you know I like I like my routine I like going to the same restaurants and ordering the same meal usually when I don't do that (laughs) you know I'm not as happy with whatever I end up ordering but you know, there's two sides to everything. Yeah, especially because as we were saying, like with the Piscean energy, like the the really like lost in the moment thing is huge. Like they're such a daydreamy energy because they're really they romanticize things and they really get like I said, just lost in the beauty of it all and the 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 what ifs, but not in the like a scary what ifs way but like in the imagine what could be this is amazing so like you gotta give yourself some space to do that if you're not someone who does because there could be some some beautiful things in there but one thing I want to mention also is that if you're someone who is very critical of one of of others but also critical of yourself this is a perfect checkpoint for you as well to really again think about ways that you can stop being so hard on yourself and being so hard on others now I know Kara just gave an example about like traffic right and I I've been someone who's been very critical of myself to a point you know where I'm being critical over things that didn't even that aren't even my fault and I'm blaming myself you might be one of those people too where if I was that person who's in traffic maybe the traffic just happened on accident there was like a car accident 10 minutes away but me being the critical person I would look at myself and be like this is my fault that I didn't leave early enough and if I had just left early enough I wouldn't be late and then I'm beating myself up over something that's not even my fault. You might be that person too who's like sitting here being like, oh, yeah, like I I because I didn't, you know, exactly. The only thing I could think of is that example. I'm sorry. But like because I didn't leave early enough, like now 
the reason why I'm late is because of me. Meanwhile, like, I don't know, the the six train was running on another platform and you literally missed it. And I don't know. I, the, the trains have been a mess. I've been late to work all the time. I'm sure if you're in New York, you can relate. Trains have been a mess, at least in my experience, in my commute. But anyways, that's not your fault. That's not my fault. So why are we blaming ourselves for it? You have to look at yourself and look at the things that you're saying to yourself. Like pay attention to you, what your mind is saying over and over again. I started doing this journaling tactic and it's been very eye-opening. It's one that I've done in the past, which is I've actually written down every single time I have a limiting belief so I can just simply become aware of how often I'm being hard on myself and what it is that I'm actually saying. And the good thing too about this is now that I'm aware And if you do this exercise too, now that you're aware of all the things that you're saying, you can start to come up with more positive things to say and, you know, flip the the script literally in your head. You know, once you're aware that you're always saying like, oh, it's my fault. I'm always late. It's my fault. I'm always late. It's my fault. I'm always late. You can start to recognize that that's something you say to yourself all the time. And then the next time you think like it's my fault that I'm late, you can stop and be like, I know I say this to myself all the time that's not true I did the best that I could being on time is not a definition of my worth and success like I did my best with the situation it's not my fault that the trains are running late you can literally change the things that you say to yourself and feel better about yourself but in order to do that you have to be aware of how often you're being hard on yourself and why are you being so hard on yourself? Like, are these things true? Probably not. They're probably not even true. It's just funny because I gave that example because that was like going on with my commute too. And like the amount of traffic could like literally make my commute go from 45 minutes to like an hour and a half. So like naturally I try to leave early or like, one day I, there was something that I wanted to do and I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll do it later so that I could at least get to school on time. And then I hit traffic anyway and that's when my thoughts went to, wow, Kara, you're always late. Like, why are you always late? Like, it's your fault you're always late. And I was like, well, actually, like, I did a number of things to make sure that I left on time and I even left early and I hit traffic and that's like not my fault, you know? And there was a I think it was a book. I don't remember the name of it, but it has something to do with perfectionism. And there was a thing where it was like sometimes we like judge ourselves on like how well we do something instead of like what we do. So like in that example, it's like judging yourself for being late versus just like being proud of yourself for just like making it there. You know, like you still made it. You still did the thing. And like, I don't know, sometimes it's important for things to be done well if that makes sense but if you're someone who's like trying to get A's like you know you could still like get a B and everything's fine and getting a B doesn't mean you're a bad person getting a C doesn't mean you're a bad person you know missing an assignment doesn't mean that you're a bad person sorry these are all school related but that's just what's on my mind right now but I don't know if there's things going on in your life that you're being a little bit too critical you know about yourself on or yeah if you're having a lot of those thoughts writing them down can be a really good way to kind of just like bring them into your awareness and just like gain a deeper understanding of what's going on and it's very on brand because the whole 
Virgo, Pisces, Axis is like the helper and the healer. I think that's what. Yeah, yeah something that's like, what I always call it. Yeah, like the helper and the healer. It's very much about like, you know, what's going on and your health and things like that. And like mental health too is involved in that. So, well, that was a perfect transition to the next thing because I was literally just going to say the n- next and I guess semi last thing I want to say about the full moon in Virgo is really interesting because there's definitely two sides to the Virgo coin here with this. The first one is being too critical of others. As I mentioned, we could also be very critical of ourselves, but we could also be really hard on other people. But also, you might be doing too much for people at the same time, which is very interesting to see. But that's, again, the dynamic here, the helper and the healer. Virgo sometimes criticizes people to show that they care because they want the person to fix their problems, right? Like, I'm going to be honest, I dated somebody who was a Pisces rising and that meant that his descendant was Virgo and he was so picky about every little thing that I was doing. And I I knew, though, that it wasn't meant to be rude or harmful to me, but it was more so that he really cared about making sure that I, I was fixing these things because he wanted me to be the best, ver- best version of myself. And he felt that by pointing out the things that I was doing wrong, I would become aware and fix it. Obviously, I did not take well to that at all. I thought that I was being attacked, classic cancer thing to do. But if you're someone who's like that, right, you notice the flaws in others and maybe you point them out maybe as a joke or maybe because you genuinely think there's something wrong with them. Maybe you like literally are being judgmental. You're like, why would you do that? Why are you this way? This, that and the third, like, I don't like get it. Like what's wrong with you? Or if it's like, I see this, I'm going to point it out to you because I want you to fix it. You have to ask yourself if the person on the other end of the judgment and the criticism, one, actually wants to hear it. Two, actually wants to benefit from it. Or three, if the criticism's actually deserved. Because literally in my situation, I was not receptive to the criticism. I would have rathered a more gentler approach to, you know, I was appreciative of the fact that, you know, my partner at the time wanted me to develop and grow, but I knew that I needed it in a different way. And your friends, your, your partners, you know, your coworkers, your, you know, if you're like a leader, even like your employees, like whatever the situation may be, like they might not be as receptive and you might even just be judging them over things that are completely not even like relevant, like judging people over the clothes they wear or, you know, I mean, we can, we can judge like you know, like people who do tax fraud, like uh, we love to make that joke here. That's an old joke I haven't made in a while, but like, why, why, (laughs) like, why, what is that doing for them, for you, whatever. But then, well, did you have anything to add on that before I switched to the other side of this Virgo story here? The, the saying you could lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. I think that's how it goes. Like, you could have the best intentions in the world. You know, you could have, I don't know, really profound solutions to what's going on in their life. 
And like if that person isn't asking for help and if they don't want help or if they're just not in the place yet, they're not ready, whatever it is, like then it's just not it's not going to happen. And if you're someone with Virgo energy or if you're someone who's just been, you know, giving and giving and giving, sometimes that can be really hard to accept because it's just like, you know, you see this is where the Pisces aspect comes in. You see the potential. You have this fantasy of the potential of what the whole situation could be if only they did this one thing. But like, you know, (laughs) we sometimes we have to be like, okay, we need to like, you know, stay on our own lane, do our own thing, let that person kind of you know, figure it out, I guess. I don't know. It's also like very Taurus of me to be like, sometimes, you know, you have to make the mistake yourself or you have to figure it out yourself in order to like really understand, you know, what was going on. So there's layers. Yeah. Well, there's another quote too. It's like people change when they want to, not because you want them to. So think about that. (laughs) The last thing I want to touch on with this is the other side, which is if you're doing too much for others. Both Virgo and Pisces really like to be of service and sometimes to a fault that they forget about themselves. And, you know, this could look like, you know, offering help when you don't even have the time to lend the help. You know, this could be lending a listening ear when you don't have the emotional capacity for it and sometimes too like it's really doing too much like maybe you I don't know like are helping your friend by you know maybe they don't have a car so you drive them everywhere and then you also run errands for your other friend who's like working at this one time and then you stay late after work because your boss asked you even though you have something going on in the morning like I don't know you you know your life better than I do I'm just making up stuff off the top of my head but you have to look and be like how much am I doing for others did they ask for it do they want it do they appreciate it do they need it do they need it from me and how am I how often am I doing things for myself? Because if that balance is way off, you gotta fix that. Because that's gonna take a big toll on you. And I'm telling you that's gonna add up. It's gonna stress you out and you're not gonna be happy and you're gonna forget about yourself and you're gonna forget who you are and it's gonna suck. Yeah. Ten out of ten don't recommend <laughs> because every single time my to do list gets too long and I don't prioritize myself, it's almost like never it's never worth it because you like you know you're important your needs are important like it's important to make sure that you're doing the things that you have to do for yourself you know and sometimes at least for me I know that the things that I'm supposed to do for myself on my to-do list are usually the first ones that I'm like oh you know I could not do that today I could do it tomorrow or like next week or next month or whatever it is but like no you matter too and it's really important to like have that have that balance like yes your work's important or school's important or I don't know other aspects of your life your hobbies are important and you're important and it can be really hard to balance them all and some weeks I don't even know if it's like practical possible realistic too but you know you just have to do the best you can I guess is what I'm trying to say yeah also it's not your job to fix others it's not your job to help others You can help yourself. You can fix yourself. And if you do want to be someone who does help, 
by having time to pour into yourself, you can fill the cup that you can then pour the water into other people. What is it? You can't pour pour from an empty yeah. cup. You can't help others. There was another like metaphor once. I think it was like something about how if you're constantly sending ambulances out to go rescue people, but you never stop to fill up the the gas tanks, eventually you're going to run out of ambulances and you won't be able to help others. You have to take that second to stop and fill up the gas. Otherwise, you're going to run out and you're not going to be able to keep going. It's a beautiful thing to help people, but you really got to make sure that you're taking time for yourself as well yeah let's talk about the aspects so obviously the sun and moon are opposite from each other that's what makes this a full moon but the sun is conjunct neptune the moon is opposite neptune and with neptune involved with the moon there could be some difficulty i guess hmm Things might feel a little off. They might seem a little different, whether that's in a positive way or in a negative way. You'll know. Just know that things might not feel real. They might not feel like it's actually happening. You might have a lot of confusion about yourself versus how you feel. If there's ego wounds, is that a real wound or is it an ego wound? Interesting vibe with Neptune involved. Kara, what do you think about it? I mean... Shout out to uh, Why We Sleep. I know that we were talking about dreams before, but that's, uh, I don't know, that I just wanted to share that resource if you are experiencing, you know, a lot of dreams and stuff going on in your dream space, or if you're just not getting enough sleep, that's a really good book to inspire you to sleep. Yeah, and then the other thing that's happening too is that both the sun and moon are making aspects to Pluto the sun is sextile Pluto and the moon is trine Pluto so there could be a lot of well again we talked a lot about how this full moon is really about letting go of perfectionism and criticism of the self and all of those lovely things this could really feel like doing this work to release is actually helping you grow it's actually benefiting you it's actually something that you feel is going to help in your personal growth I know sometimes we do things for personal growth and it could be hard to see that it's actually worth our time it's actually paying off it's actually gonna be something that really works in the long run this is like one of those things where it's like I know what I'm doing is gonna help me grow and transform and you might have some strong feelings but I don't think it's something that's going to be overwhelming I think it might feel almost like cleansing in a way with the Pluto transformative healing energy being so positively aspected that's exactly what I was going to say like the healing energy of this especially with Pluto too it's just like it's really there and I know we gave like a bunch of examples already but like I don't know whether you're journaling, meditating, going to the gym, you know, Virgo and health and routines like that could be, you know, things that you're that you are reflecting on. And I kind of like Pluto there helping all of that, like, I don't know, release aspect of it as well, because, you know, we're letting go during the full moon and Pluto's all about transformation and you have to like let go of things in order for like new things to come. And it's just like. I don't know, like we were saying with with Neptune being involved, it might not be clear exactly where you're headed or what's going on. But I think that that's okay because the changes and things that you're making will hopefully be, you know, supporting you and doing the things that you want. Yeah, just stay the path. Let the vibes come. And yeah, 
that's pretty much it. I mean, this full moon is the last thing that happens in Pisces season. So stick around because next week we are talking all about Aries season. So if you want the full rundown on what to expect in Aries season, astrological New Year, spring equinox, whatever you want to call it, then definitely stick around for next week's episode so we can navigate your life through Aries season just as we did with Pisces season. So obviously you'll want to stay in the loop with us as we release more episodes. And also we've been posting daily horoscopes on Instagram, but we are on all social media platforms at BLME the stars. So make sure you're following us there. And we're also on YouTube too. If you want to listen to the podcast there, just search blame it on the stars podcast and we show up, but that's pretty much it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you found this useful. Hope you found this relevant. Go do some releasing during this full moon in Virgo. We love you. You got this and I'll see you all next Monday.